I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, it's your friendly neighborhood podcast host and published author, Matt Belisai. As you might know, I'm currently on tour for my book, and you should absolutely come see me. Tickets are at everythingisawfulbook.com. But that means that this week I wasn't in the studio, but we did have our very first live episode of Unhappy Hour, which we're bringing to you right now as a very special episode. This is our live show. We recorded it at the Green Space in New York earlier this week. It was so much fun. We drank wine provided by Wink. We laughed. We cried. Someone jizzed their pants. Me. I did. That was me. So stick around for all of that fun stuff from our live show. Here is me. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor and a privilege to introduce to you the brilliant, the beautiful, the gingeriest queen, the novelist, the infamous podcast host, and the internet's foremost drunk, Matt Belisai. Everything is awful. Everything is cold and fucked up and bleak. Everything is awful. And it's every goddamn week. We'll all die in a nuclear war with North Korea. The whole world feels like one big shit-filled Ikea that sells gonorrhea. We're all living in a fucking world of misery. Everything is awful. (laughs) Everything is cold and gross and shitty. Everything is awful. Every goddamn week. But at least you have me. So let's get unhappy. Thank you! <laughs> oh, welcome to Unhappy Hour Live, everybody! This is the show! This is the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week, and this week we are live from the green space in New York City. Give it up! I'm your host! I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. Welcome to the stage, my co-producer, Barry Finkel! Surprisingly, she does not have a face for radio. 
studio. Oh my god, thank you so much, Matt. That's yeah. so sweet. Shut and up, so Harry. This is my show. That's fair. That's fair. We also in the audience have my producer Josh Gwynn. He's over there. Oh. On the keys, we have Julian Villard. Look at him go. Thank you for everybody for coming tonight. Thank you to everybody who's watching the live stream wherever you are. We have so much fun. We have a crazy show. It's truly tonight. insane. Truly insane. Um, what do we have, Barry? I don't know. You tell me. You're the host. Look at these wonderful cars. I made them and they're beautiful. Um, let's see. First on the show tonight, we have Tracy Clayton and Heaven Nagatu from another world. We have Grant Toronto from Food for Thought. Give it up for him. They'll be joining us for a dating game, the prize of which is my virginity, actually. My. My face virginity. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? We have a game of Bad Thing Bingo, Teens Edition. Yeah. We're all going to play a game of bingo. It's going to be so much fun. And we have incredible, tremendous prizes. Then you're going to hear a reading from me from my brand new book. Yeah, because I wrote a goddamn book. book. Yeah. Everything is up on other observations out now everywhere. Is everyone ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's. Go, let's get on with the show! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming. I'm so, so excited. I love doing Unhappy Hour. Um, I think Barry loves it too. Right. I love all of you for coming at 6 p.m. for a true unhappy hour. I think it's true, truly unhappy right now. Um, if you listen to our show, you know that we love complaining. That's what our show is about. If you don't listen, fuck you. Uh, subscribe <laughs> online. You can subscribe. We're on podcast places. All the podcasts. You know where to find podcasts, right? Um, so let's see, what are we gonna start off with? Oh yeah, we're gonna kick off the show by asking our favorite question. What is one thing uh, that you hate this week? This week? Yeah, what, is, what, what is the worst thing it. that happened to you this week, Barry? Uh, the worst thing that happened to me this week actually happened last night in my dream. Are you ready for this? Yeah, it's a great start. Yeah. <laughs> I, in my dream last night, I had a baby and then that baby killed a kitten and I'm not even kidding that happened and then I woke up and I was like I gotta I gotta google this I gotta google what this means and I googled it and apparently a demon baby which is what I'm considering a small child who kills a kitten uh it means that you like are anticipating something you're nervous about a project and it not going well and uh here we are here we are this is it this is it <laughs> Um, what about you? Every child is a demon child, by the way. <laughs> so it's not just you. Mine is also a dream, I guess. Oh, I've, I've been me. having dreams recently <laughs> where I'm shitting in public. Um, a toilet. There's a toilet there. I'm not just shitting in like the street. Um, but it's the first time I've ever Googled what a dream meant. And uh, apparently it means that you feel weird about being exposed in public, which is a great sign for the next two months for me. <laughs> so I'm going on fucking tour. <laughs> yeah, I wrote um, a book, a memoir. Yeah, no, it's why, it's why I'm totally not sweaty right now. That's, not, well, that's why, not because sweating. I'm so comfortable in public. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, those, that's the, the worst moments of, of our weeks. I hope you all had equally shitty weeks. Yeah. Um, let's see, we have, a, we have a little cue that you're gonna hear throughout the next. show. Next. <laughs> When you hear that cue, you know what to Next. do. What You're gonna drink 
Oh, we have to red or white. Wine. Red or white. I'm gonna do red. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do white wine. By the way, thank you to Wink. Oh, Wink. Wink Look gave at us that. our wine today. Oh, so good. So we're gonna do a nice heavy pour. Um, so can we hear that cue? Next. That's when you know to drink. Um, if you're watching at home, you can play along. Totally. Um, just pull over and <laughs> park until the morning, I'd say. It's yeah. gonna be a long night. It is gonna be a long night. Um, Let's see, we're gonna move into Bad Thing Bingo. We are. Um, I hope everyone's excited for bingo. No, no, you know what? <laughs> we're not gonna do bingo first. What Screw are we doing it. first? We're gonna do the dating game we first. We are gonna do the dating game first. <laughs> yeah! Let's just drink for a sec. All right. <laughs> All right, welcome everyone to our very own dating game where we're gonna determine which of the three panelists is uh, the most eligible bachelor or bachelorette, not to actually date me, just, you know, in general, which one is most, you know, eligible, maybe to date me, we'll see how it goes. Our guests today are three amazing human beings. First up, get ready to welcome to the stage, Heaven Nigatu. Heaven is 25 years old. Uh, she can bench press 600 pounds, and she enjoys Facts. waiting until Panera Bread closes so that she can take the leftovers from the dumpster out back. <laughs> Drag me, yes. <laughs> Next, we have Tracy Clayton. Tracy <laughs> is 69 years old. She has seven cats named after each of Snow White's dwarves, and she sleeps with one eye open because every night her dreams come to life. <laughs> and finally, we have the lovely Fran Torado. Fran is 13 years old. He's an avid collector of precious moments figurines and was the first child ever to brave the snowy thickets of the peppermint forest. Uh, thank you for joining us. Give it up for our, our three lovely contestants. Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome to Unhappy Hour. Welcome to the dating game. Oh no. Um, we're gonna start <laughs> off to get to know you. What is one thing your parents would warn me about you? <laughs> do you wanna start, Tracy? You look like you had a spark. <laughs> well, I mean, this is supposed to be uh, not therapy, so I have to figure out what. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said that, nobody said that. I'm a licensed therapist. <laughs> My mama would say that I'm too sensitive, which is not even true. It's not even fair because she knows how I am and she still picks at me all the time. It's not a fair question and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, don't bring up Tracy's parents. <laughs> Fran? Um, oh gosh, thinking a lot about this, but I think that they would probably say, beware, he always gets what he wants. Ooh. Ooh. Interpret that how you will. Ooh. I like that. Shit. My mom would never say nothing cool like that about me. <laughs> Same. She's too sensitive. I feel like my parents would say, like, we named her wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> Explain. My name is Heaven. <laughs> yeah. I am hell. <laughs> I, I will say, as a friend of yours, I am exhausted by explaining your name to people. <laughs> you have to live with it every day. So you I understand that. Right, I do. Um, they would warn me about your name. I like that. 
Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it makes you. sense. Uh, like one true regret with this one. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into some fun questions. If you wrote a tell-all erotic memoir like I did, <laughs> what would you call it? What would its title be? A series of unfortunate events. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good. Nailed it. <laughs> hmm. I think mine would be called The Ballad of Nefertiti. <laughs> Nefertiti is my stripper name, so. Yeah. It's about this I would look at that cover. Yeah. Yeah, I would read the back. Oh. Oh. Take me to dinner first, Matthew. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. I can't beat Nefertiti. No pressure. I mean, you know, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Y'all got something better than Nefertiti? Uh, Heaven's Gate. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'll allow it. I write I'm a lot of erotic memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Next. <laughs> I'm so tickled by that noise. <laughs> Yes. I hope you all have <laughs> nightmares of that tonight. Um, oh, God. You're a trombone. What noise do you make when someone blows you? I thought this was a family show. It's not. <laughs> it's, not. it's not. Although my mom is probably watching if she figured out how to open Facebook. Wow. <laughs> Uh, How many so noises do they make? <laughs> it's what noise do you make was the question. Oh, I see. You're your own trombone. <laughs> I think I think my trombone sounds like that uh, you know, the little mouse from Looney Tunes that was that was sick very recently. And so the mouse goes, I've been sick. <laughs> I think this is I don't get the reference at all, but I love it. <laughs> no, from like old school Looney Tunes. Right, There was right. always a little baby mouse, and he was always sick. <laughs> Am I on drugs right now, or are y'all on drugs right now? I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Fran, do you make a noise? Uh, I can't think of anything at the moment. I've been told I just I sound like a girl. But I, I always, I, I was like, yeah, correct. Like, so it's, I don't know, just what I've been told. Right. Okay. I go boingo hotspot. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I love all three, all three of those sounds. Um, if you can make whoopee in any fast food restaurant bathroom, which fast food restaurant bathroom would you choose? Whataburger. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Strong Someone feeling. has either I'm thought so about this a lot or done it recently. <laughs> I've just been thinking. <laughs> hmm. I feel like as any fan and child of the 90s, familiar with Digital Underground, who once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. Okay, okay. I pick Burger King. Okay. That's yeah. a solid answer. Yeah. Shout out to hip hop. Y'all ain't fans. It's cool. <laughs> Wow, Tracy. <laughs> Y'all ain't real. Um, I'm going to go with a Denny's. Whoa. Grand slam. Okay, first of all, yeah. don't yuck my yum. <laughs> as no. the children say. I mean, there was a wrong answer, and wow. it, it, it was Denny's. <laughs> no, the wrong, the wrong 
answer is Arby's. That is true. Yeah. That is They're good for true. a curly fry and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Where do you get yeah, but fast someone, food curly fries? Exactly. Someone brings you their curly fry. <laughs> That's what you want in a Why kid. Why is it curly? Penis. Uh, the correct no. answer was Jack in the Box. Oh. <laughs> um, if you can describe your butthole <laughs> using only a Disney movie song, what song would it be? A whole new world. Yes. Yeah. Uh, That's the only one anyone knows. <laughs> That's why I said it real fast. Theme from like Fantasia. <laughs> The first thing that came to mind was the circle of life. Yeah, beautiful. Um, can I say Lion King 2 soundtrack? Oh, <laughs> deep cut, deep Just cut. Just the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> deception. <laughs> Disgrace. Uh, Why is it a disgrace? Do I want to know? Poopy things. Sure. Poopy things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And because you've had a meerkat up there. (laughs) (laughs) Lying to. (laughs) Lying to reference. Um, You're a Muppet. Whose arm do you want up your ass? (laughs) Sorry to everybody who expected a peachy weighted show. You're not getting it. This week? Next. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a this is an uncomfortable question. Right, because it's it's for practical reasons. Yeah. They're, yeah. Op- they're operating your mouth. Right. Through the back. Through the circle of life. Yeah. Call back. Yes, we <laughs> Call back just two seconds. <laughs> It's, if, it, if it doesn't come to you right away, it's not <laughs> coming. Real. Yeah, no. Uh, the right answer is Mr. Rogers. Oh. <laughs> oh, you didn't say living or dead. That opens up. Oh, yeah, they could more. be dead. Oh. Well, the clear answer. Oh, they could be dead. Oh. Well, that opens it up. Well, the other question I have is what, uh, whose ghost would you fuck if you had to fuck a ghost? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But like they're still a ghost. They're not they don't come back to life. So you're still ghost fucking. Right. It's not like Casper comes back for like an hour. But that happened, right? And they were like thirteen years old. My answer feels feels wrong. That means Is it's it Martin right. Luther King Jr. It's not but you're Is not. It Malcolm far- X? <laughs> I heard stories. Let, thank Good you, answer. Sister. Thank you. Yes, family. But like Malcolm X, once he grew out the beard mm-hmm. and was wearing the glass, y'all know. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel so yeah. seen and safe right now. <laughs> so How you did would you know Malcolm X's ghost? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For I mean, the if I had to. I mean, it doesn't even have to be for the revolution, you know. Just for Matt's show. <laughs> <laughs> That was it? Okay, fine, fine. Or Fran, did you have an answer? Uh, I, I, Freddie Mercury of Queen. Yeah. We both got mustaches. You know, we have a lot in common. <laughs> you know, right. Just gay <laughs> mustaches. You'd, I think you'd hit it off right away. Um, how would you murder me? 
Mm. I feel like you talk a lot. <laughs> so it would have That's to be just a, an insult. That's not a murder. <laughs> it would have to be a mouth situation, is what I'm saying. I'd be like, shut it down, Matt. <laughs> this is, that's a deep cut. <laughs> You've been thinking about that. <laughs> I have. I would probably poison you at a dinner party. Right. Real. Only so that it could be like, after you took the drink, ha ha, you're poisoned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can stand up like all dramatic in my gown. Right, you know? right. Yes. But I would have hit you with a cutting insult before I died. Mm. Like, it was me who killed your son. <laughs> cutting insults? I murdered your family. <laughs> Game of Thrones reference, I don't think. <laughs> Watch out, little dragon show. Spoiler alert. Wow. I don't know. You don't know. There's like a thousand fucking characters in that show. Don't be anyone. Um, yeah. Oh, um, wait, I didn't kill you yet. Yeah. Um, I would probably do something that's way too complicated and really expensive because I make bad decisions typically. So I would like import like a rare like like hopping tarantula bat spider and like plant it in your green room so that it just jumps out and then everybody's like oh my god nobody knows how this spider got here and I'm like but then I file for bankruptcy because those spiders are expensive yeah so right. jokes kind of on me especially if you're importing it internationally I know right especially yeah. with Trump and all the time yeah. you know um, your body is a taco, <laughs> and you can only be filled with one ingredient. Mm. What ingredient do you choose? Rice. Oh, interesting. Oh. Rice is so good. I feel like we don't you, appreciate do put, rice enough. Y'all are not appreciating it. Do you put a rice in a taco? I agree with it. No. Putting rice... I mean, well, yeah. As a Mexican, putting rice in tacos and burritos is a travesty. I don't agree with it. On a on a on a fundamental. Level. Take yeah, it up with yeah. Chipotle. It's not categorically a taco to you. Yeah, I don't think so. Interesting. Anyways, wow. I would say carnitas. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Get that little that little flair. Yeah. Carnitas. I'm black, so chicken. <laughs> <laughs> if you laugh, you're a racist. Yeah, Shame. I was gonna say I can't laugh Shame at that. <laughs> CD knows not to laugh and shit like that. That's because Matt's our White History Month correspondent. Yeah, yeah, I was taught him well. The White History correspondent <laughs> for Heaven and Tracy. Um, uh, um, yeah, just following off that, if you could fuck as an animal, um, <laughs> what animal would you fuck as? Wait, what? Are you are you asking are you me what humans as an animal? Kind of animal I would be. Listen, I was a little bit. Uh, fucked up when I wrote these questions. <laughs> um, fuck as an animal? Yeah. That's okay. Amazing. Oddly enough, I think I get it. Which worries me. Yeah, but you Talk think about me. it. So, if you don't get the question, you're not drunk enough. So first, I was like, you're just asking me what kind of animal I would want to be, but I don't think that's the actual question here. The question is, mm. you have to consider the type of sex these animals have. Yeah. What sort of animal sex mm. would you want to have <laughs> with that is cra- the I mean, animal the, the, as the, the same animal though? So you're not like a human. No, but the it's answer not an interspecies situation. No, because that would be it's, weird. <laughs> it's yeah, not, but in question. answering the question, you are admitting to it, which is what I'm getting at. You have to admit to bestiality <laughs> live on this stage. <laughs> 
I mean, okay, so sample answers. What's my okay. safe word? Uh, hamster. <laughs> uh, cougar. Uh, what? A rhinoceros. What? I mean, some animals. You're huge just naming dicks. animals. I, I don't feel like you're. <laughs> okay, wait. No. I'm curious about how whales manage to do it. Yeah, see, and that's I do fun. Love Tracy, whales. you be knowing about stuff. You're not saying you want to fuck a whale. You're just saying. Right. I'm yeah. intrigued by whales fucking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm so glad my sister's in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad Matt's mom is watching on the live stream. <laughs> she probably, She'll I'm going to have Facebook like four right. texts after this that are all just like, what? It, <laughs> where do I get Facebook? I spent way too much time one night Googling various animal penises. Okay, so you're very informed. Um, sure, yeah. Um, I can tell you what animal I do not want to have sex as. Okay. Um, twist. Plot twist. <laughs> Uh, ducks, aren't they the ones that are like corkscrew? Yeah, they are. Yeah. That does not sound. See somebody else? Somebody else Yo. knows. I see you. I see you. Uh, that does not sound are like it duck is fun. Like, why do you know so or, much about ducks? I mean, who who can say? But who knows? Maybe that's amazing. You ever try opening a wine bottle? Yeah. It's hard, but. I want to hear you finish this sentence. It's hard, but what? When you pull it off, the payoff is amazing. Uh, Next. <laughs> that wasn't worth the journey that that joke took. But the journey we did go on. Um, if you could nurse from any man's nipples, whose nipples would you Tom nurse Cruise. from? Oh. Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise? No, no, Tom Hanks. Uh, I sorry. was gonna say. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> Two very different gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks, of course. He's just so fatherly, and he would just keep me safe and enveloped close to his bosom. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so. I also don't doubt that his breasts produce milk. <laughs> I think Tom Hanks is, is that is that maternal. Yeah. Along. Also, I bet he has great nipples. I'm sorry. We need to talk about his nipples really quick. I bet he has great nipples. <laughs> Thank you for... That's all. I'm done. <laughs> Along with that logic, I feel like The Rock. Because mm. he has great... He's got great oh, boobs. Yes. Yeah, he does have he's great got, boobs. He yeah. does have great boobs. Yeah. Very, very full. Yeah. Like firm. They look very firm. I feel firm. like Terry Crews would have some fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Giving you, like, maybe a different, like, pressure screen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Now we're getting into the mechanics of breastfeeding. The right answer was me. Uh, and you all know uh, these breasts will feed no one. Um, a name drop for a second. I don't. I don't do this all the time. Um, I went to school with Tom Hanks's son, the oh one that no. raps. Oh, we don't speak of him. Yeah. We don't speak of him. Should That's someone who him? should have been breastfed longer. We don't. We don't and wasn't. acknowledge. He, do you remember that song that was like... Nope. <laughs> sure don't. Repress it. Was it. Black and Yellow, right? Oh, Black and Yellow. Oh. I went to Northwestern, and he, he did a song that was white and purple, white no. and purple. And it was like... Oh. <laughs> It was a hit. It was a hit. In Evanston, Illinois. Yeah. Shut up. Number one on the charts in Evanston. 
that's so um, unfortunate that he has a white rapper son. Yeah. I would just like to thank you for respecting my family's privacy. At this <laughs> yeah, time. I will. I will. Thanks. I would. That's the last time I'll bring him up. Uh, final question: What is your pin number? Three. Three. Okay, great. Everyone go. (laughs) All right, congratulations to all of you. You're all winners in my book. Give it up for our contestants. Um, Since you're all winners, your prize is that you get to stay on stage for our next segment, uh, which is... We have, we have a little deep dive for you. Fans of Unhappy Hour will know a uh, deep dive. We're going to be diving deep into the disgusting secret life of the American teenager. Oh. But first, we have a quick <laughs> commercial break. I'd like to propose a toast to Wink. That's Wink with a C, the world's first and only personalized wine club. Let me tell you just how satisfying it is to use Wink, okay? You're sitting on your luxurious velvet couch draped in your finest cashmere robe. You're thirsty, so you reach over to your gold-plated bar cart and grab a smooth bottle provided by Wink. You crank it open, the scent of fermented grapes linger. Memories of ordering this wine online waft to your nostrils. How easy it was, how delicious it is. At this very live show you are listening to now, we were all this person, drinking Wink Wine happy. Plus, Wink has a 100% satisfaction guarantee, so we never pay for a bottle we don't like. And did you know you can join for free? You can skip any month and cancel any time. And right now, Wink is offering listeners $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com unhappy. They'll even cover the cost of shipping. That's trywink, spelled T-R-Y-W-I-N-C, dot com slash unhappy to get $20 off your first order right now, plus complimentary shipping. Trywink.com slash unhappy. Cheers. Um, yeah, this is our deep dive song. Oh. Oh, oh wait. Boners. Crusty sheets. Pubescent teens. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive. Okay, um, I'm glad we got through that. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. So in my book, which will be a New York Times bestseller or I'll drown myself, um, so get the bathtub ready. (laughs) You know, we'll see, we'll see, no promises. Many of the stories are set in that special time of life where I was in the middle of some shit called puberty, right? (laughs) You know, we've all been there. And um, tonight, we're going to play an unhappy hour fave, Bad Thing Bingo, the only Bad Thing Bingo veteran, Fran Torado, who's here on the stage. And uh, so it's just like Bingo, but it's funnier and with fewer wrinkly dicks and saggy tits. Um, which is not Speak true, because I'm on <laughs> Listen, I go to bingo every time I'm in Chicago, and 
My grandma fucking won $10,000 at bingo once. That's Whoa! a true story. Go off, grandma! Shut yeah. up! For real? Yeah, she almost died. Because <laughs> she was so shocked. Anyway, don't rob my grandma. Um, <laughs> but here's the fun thing. It's not just up here on stage because you get to play too. Allow me my Oprah moment. Everybody look under your chairs because you get a bingo card. You get a bingo card. You all get a bingo card. I don't think you guys. Oh, you get a bingo card. You get a bingo card. Look under. You have to bet. Oh, it's on the table. It's on the table. Okay, let's play. Everybody take a moment. You get a colored pencil. You get a bingo card. It's right here on the table. <laughs> Damn it, Heaven. All right, are we ready? Next. Good. <laughs> Next. All right, oh let's so get ready. Everybody, are you in position? I think they're only numbered one through 40. You'll figure it out. We fucking printed these off of a free website, so <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> um... So the topic for Bad Thing Bingo is bad things that teens do. We all know, we all been there. Let's get started, are we ready? I have a legit bingo thing, by the way. Yes, this shit is legit. It looks artisanal. One fell in the thing. This is stressful, I I feel like we need some. 19, mark your things. 19 (laughs) is teen thing. Uh, trying out for cheerleading team and being told debate was a better fit. Like a fucking nerd. <laughs> Listen, it happens to all of us. We can't all get what we want. Sometimes you're too thick for the cheerleading uniform. And we don't make pants. <laughs> oh, now no one's gonna get bingo. Oh my god! <laughs> That's just a free one. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Barry. Nine, uh, transitioning from tidy whities to boxers Ooh. because of to- toxic masculinity. <laughs> Even though tidy whities are ergonomically more practical. Let's be real. Let's be real. At what age does that happen for boys? I'm so curious about um, this transition. It's the age at which your dick gets bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so, redacted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like three. Okay. Uh, um, A healthy three. (laughs) That was nine. Um, Me too. The goth phase. We've all been there, right? No, we have not. Listen, we've all put. We've all. You have an emo phase, girl. Black. (laughs) Same. (laughs) But on bumps. You've never shopped at Hot Topic before. (laughs) No. Listen, there's one of two people in the world, the people who shop at Hot Topic and the people who awkwardly stand there when their brother is getting something at Hot Topic. (laughs) Clearly uncomfortable because there's too much blood on all of the items. (laughs) That was B2. (laughs) You mark it with, oh my God, okay. Sorry, I should have explained bingo. Uh, When I call a number, you mark it on your thing. Uh If you get five in a row, bingo. And then we have prizes, by the way. <laughs> so you have to shout it out. Okay. Ignore, ignore the letters. Ignore, oh, ignore the letters. That's the part that was throwing me off. 
It's just mark the fucking number, okay? <laughs> Be free. I promise these aren't in order. Um, telling, telling you they don't usually listen to oldies when you blast Beyonce's Crazy in Love. Stop it. Uh, Stop it. Ow. Grounds for murder. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, excusable. It's has, any, has any teen made you feel very old? About Beyonce? Just in general. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been screamed at by almost every teenager on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they hate me, but I hate them. It's fine. It's because it's right. they're rude and they don't they don't have any respect for anything. Right? No, they it's not don't. your fault. Not their elders. Okay, let's. Not Beyonce. <laughs> nothing. Um. Oh, Barry will get it. <laughs> Thirty-seven. Trying to MacGyver an apple into a bowl for your shitty weed. <laughs> I feel like this was like a white teen thing. I'm almost positive Barry wrote that one. <laughs> know your people, know your people. Um, let's keep going. Next. Oh, drink. <laughs> Oh, I forgot him. 69. Ew. <laughs> nice. Nice. Going to Applebee's before having sex in your car. Oh. Oh. Too real, Matt. Too real. That was no. a hot date. That was a hot date. <laughs> the family bar and grill. Come <laughs> on. No. You fucked me in a car after Applebee's? Are you kidding me? More like bar and... Uh, Feel. I'm sorry. I didn't, have a, I didn't have a joke when I started, but I was in the middle of it. I had to, you know. By the way, have you seen Applebee's has menus, and on the front, I swear to God, it looks like two fleshlights. If you don't look it up, I swear to God, look it up. I wish I had a picture to show you right now. We'll pull it up later. I swear to God. Um, 29. Always getting my order wrong at various fast food establishments because they choose to. They choose to be bad at their jobs. Listen, just punch in the fucking number, okay? For my item. <laughs> 38! Um, Aeropostale. Aeropostale. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm from Chicago, okay? We say everything weird. <laughs> In Louisville, it's Aeropostale. Sixteen! <laughs> the gendered oppression of prom king and prom queen. Yeah. Oh, man. It's fucked up. I wanted to be prom queen every year. Mm. Take happened. the crown. Sam, were you prom king? No. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that bitch, though. She. <laughs> what is she doing now? I guarantee you. Yeah. Thirty-one. Oh no no no! Let me read the item first. Tracy's upset. Having wet dreams about the hot guy from the Disney Channel original movie, Luck of the Irish. All right. Let's see. How many? Who bingoed? All right, we have two prizes. Save your cards. We have four prizes, so we'll keep playing. Well, well, no, okay, you come on stage. We'll give out our first two gifts. First, the lovely lady up front. You win a wonderful CD and DVD holder in black. Yeah, double purpose. You 
that for your entire collection of CD and DVDs, and you win a lovable coin-operated stationary bear. Yay! Uh, you put coins in the top, and then they stay inside until you choose to take them out. That's the new technology. Coin star. His name is Phil. Don't rename him. <laughs> he responds to Phil. Uh, let's keep going. This is fun. Let's Congrats do more bingo. to our winners. Uh, we should play on our show, Tracy. 39? Skate parks. <laughs> skate parks. Honestly, getting like... Skate parks. Getting fisted in a skate park is more... <laughs> That's like you know, rite of passage, 14. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's in there. You're 14, yeah. You fall down, fisted. <laughs> um, 14! I'm uh, cracking your voice in the middle of a school assembly. <laughs> Fuck that one. Fuck that one. If you've got to be on that, shut up. I don't want to play it. <laughs> Twenty. Uh, the fact that in the end, teens always are and always will be cooler than everybody in this room. It's That's true. the reality. Everyone's like, no, 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 we don't. No, we don't. We're away. Your prize, sir, if you come up, is an amazing container of MSG. They actually sell this at the store. You can put this in your food. You don't even have to order Chinese food. They will just put it right at congratulations. I hope that was not insensitive in any way. But, These prizes um, are terrible. Anyway, they, they sell that at the dollar store. You can buy MSG. Just straight up MSG. Did all of your prizes come from the dollar store? Balls are going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. One more. Um, Eleven. Aww. Loitering outside of a 7-Eleven. Yo, they be loitering. They be loitering. They don't got no goddamn jobs. <laughs> That's, that's the problem with Sharon's today. I'm gonna goddamn jobs. 24! Um, that one year where everyone's favorite movie was Donnie Darko. <laughs> it's too real. I'm mm. so unique and interesting. I thought it was so deep. That was Jake Gyllenhaal, right? No, I don't know. <laughs> 21! Um, not knowing whether you're allowed to trick or treat. That is true. I, I trick or treated until I was like 17. Did you dress what? up at 17? <laughs> I feel like you were a large child. My last costume, <laughs> just to give you a visual, my last costume was Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so I was like 22 probably. That's very recent. <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, oh shit, I'm like way too old to be out here right now. <laughs> These pants barely fit. Say <laughs> ten. Hey, hey, Al, no. call the police. Call the police. B8. Um No! Wow, really? Good. Everybody. We have our last bingo, B8. Uh, getting Axe Body Spray Induced Locker Room Boners is our last one. And your prize, ooh, we have two winners. Well, guess what? You're just you gonna have to split it. We'll have to break it in half, Tierra. Oh, we have three winners. 
We're gonna have to break it in half. Uh, arm break wrestle, it in three arm ways. wrestle, arm wrestle. Well, guess what? None of you will want this because it's a rabbit ear digital antenna for your box set television. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna let you three fight for this yourself. Or Mary, if you would like to tear it apart, you absolutely can. You know what? You're all winners in our book. Yay. <laughs> Round of applause for all of our winners today. Thank you so much for coming. Yo, puberty is terrible. Uh, this game was rigged. I just want to go on record as saying that. Yeah, none of you won. Wow. I know, what the fuck? Well, you got the joy of being a part of the first ever Unhappy Hour live show. Yay. Um, give it up for our wonderful guests and contestants. Fran Toronto, Tracy Clayton, Heaven Nagatu. Thank you so much for joining Yay. us Did and for playing now? Bad Thing Bingo. Um, you can get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> um, first, we have a very, next we have a very special reading from the book of Matthew, but first, uh, we have a little PSA for you. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm newly published author and professional life critic Matt Belisai here with an important message. Are you thinking about bringing your piece of shit baby to the movie theater and then pretending like it's just a hamburger that you smuggled in and not a screaming mass of misery that came out of your vagina? Have you ever thought it was a good idea to take your tiny, easy-baked diarrhea machine of an infant into a restaurant instead of staying at home and eating half a dinner over a bathroom sink like every other parent in the world? Are you thinking about parking your stroller up in this bar just so you can knock back a few vodka cranberries while your spawn vomits an entire tub of beefaroni next to my Long Island iced tea? Well, I'm here to tell you, fuck you. Leave your goddamn baby at home. If you gave birth to it, you own it and every trash thing that comes out of it. Remember, until it's grown, leave it at home. But now we have a reading from the book of Matthew. This is next. <laughs> but first, oh yeah, let me pour. A bingo ball in it. Yeah, you do. All right. A reading from the book of Matthew. I was six years old when I last peed my pants. I say this not to brag, although making it over 20 years without pissing your pants is an accomplishment. But I say this to bear my shame. I was at my best friend Kenny's house after school, drinking juice boxes and waging war with toy soldiers. Six-year-old stuff. And as our battle wore on, my body slowly devolved into the cross-legged dance of the six-year-old in distress, writhing to console the mounting pressure of my bladder. As my soldiers fell in the heat of battle, I crept painfully closer to my limit. I was dressed in my finest outfit for a school assembly earlier that day. Some hideous combination of red, black, and white that my mother thought was stylish in 1996. In retrospect, that outfit probably deserved to be pissed on. You can't put a budding homosexual in an ill-conceived pattern and expect him not to urinate all over it. Regardless, there I was, standing in front of the toilet. I'd managed at least to make it to the bathroom. 
and I was furiously struggling with the buttons of my fancy six-year-old pants. And yes, my mother chose not only a hideous pattern, but dress pants with buttons instead of a zipper. Yet another choice that begged for this very outcome. I'd held my composure for as long as I could. My hands helplessly fumbling at the buttons, I finally succumbed to sweet relief, soaking the plush rug beneath my feet, along with my socks, underwear, and those wretched pants still buckled around my waist. Some days, when I'm standing in front of a toilet, I can still feel that rug beneath my feet, a moist phantom of my earliest humiliation. I spent the next 20 minutes silently brooding in that bathroom, They were black pants after all. Maybe I could get away with acting like this hadn't happened. All I needed to do was spend the next two or three hours in damp agony, and as long as nobody looked too closely or inhaled too deeply, I could escape undetected. But I spent too long plotting this all out, and Kenny's mom knocked on the door. Is everything all right in there? A question that someone only asks when everything is not all right in there. I confessed to the accident, and I opened the door in surrender. And I thought for a moment maybe she'd stick my nose in it like my mom used to stick our dog's nose in his pee when he pissed where he wasn't supposed to. What? She did, that's what you do. But she took the carpet from beneath me and handed me a pair of Kenny's old shorts to wear for the rest of our play date, my very own scarlet letter, so that all could bear witness to my shame. That evening, I left Kenny's house in those same shorts, carrying my own clothes in a plastic bag with my head held high, just as Hester walked with her letter before me. I couldn't help but think that I, I somehow deserved what happened, because earlier that day, my schoolmates and I were eating lunch in our classroom. The gymnasium we'd normally eat in was closed for the assembly, so we were eating at our desks instead, which felt intoxicating, like we were doing something forbidden. So everybody was already hopped up on assembly energy, but now we were especially animated, fidgeting in our seats, screaming across the room, tossing bits of foods when the teacher turned her back. Austin was the boy who sat behind me, a huge lug of a kid, nearly twice as tall as the rest of us and almost twice as thick. If this were a fairy tale, Austin would be the ogre child we'd all run from when he emerged from his swamp. And I'd feel bad about that comparison, but Austin was kind of an asshole. He was one of those boys who was friendly only until someone better came along, so I treated him with similar respect. We were drinking from our cartons of milk, those tiny paper boxes that are nearly impossible to open, made of that kind of thin cardboard that gets immediately soggy after the first few sips. Austin was halfway through a long sip when I turned around, made a funny face at him. That was my, my repertoire of humor in the first grade, not very extensive. It was gurgling noises, knock-knock jokes, and funny faces. Can you give us an example? <laughs> that was my example. <laughs> And he choked back a mouthful of spittle and milk with a furious scowl. Don't! He screamed with genuine anger. (laughs) These are my nice pants. I can't ruin them. This made me laugh even harder. (laughs) So each time he'd pick up his carton, I'd turn around with my fingers halfway up my nose, my cheeks puffed out, my eyes crossed, and Austin would cry back, Stop! If I get milk on my pants, my mom's gonna kill me. (laughs) 
It went on like this for 10 minutes back and forth, attracting a small audience around us, eagerly waiting to see if Austin would ever finish his milk. Until finally, I waited for him to take the largest possible gulp. I turned around at just the right moment with just the right combination of fingers stuffed into the right combination of face holes. And Austin lurched forward for a moment to try to stop himself from reacting. And then, all at once, a violent stream of milk exploded from his nose, all down his sweater, and pooled momentarily in his pants before seeping into the fabric. The audience around us erupted in screams of laughter, and Austin's own outburst turned from a milky chortle to anguish as he stomped away from us, wailing in protest. There's a few lessons to draw here. The first of which, of course, is that children are terrible human beings, and I was certainly no exception. Though in my defense, Austin grew up to be an even bigger dick and once said, I'm fat, but at least I'm not fat and gay like Matt Belisai. <laughs> So yeah, I don't regret ruining his dumb pants. And if I could, I'd go back, do it all again, and then smash his stupid face into that puddle of snotty lap milk before it seeped onto his tiny ogre dick. Most significantly though, this was the first time I realized that comedy could be weaponized. I might not have been the fastest or the strongest, but I could spin a joke or pull a face and bring an oafish menace like Austin to his knees. And yes, perhaps I'd have to make myself look like a fool for the sake of a laugh, but at least it was my laugh in the end. Even if I ended the day in a pair of someone else's shorts, carrying my soiled pants and underwear in a plastic baggie. Thank you. Everything is awful! That was like the first few pages. So you should buy the rest. Oh my God. I'm buying so many copies. You can buy copies after this, and he'll sign them. Yeah, I'll sign your copies. I'll... <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's fine. We just paid for that. It's, it's fine. fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's no, fine. Don't worry about just it. Just buy a book. We are almost at the end of the show. It is now time for our chasers. Chasers. Yeah. <laughs> First. Yeah. Do we have chaser music? Chasers, for people who don't know, are the good thing at the end of the week that makes us feel good about all the bad stuff. Barry, do you have a chaser? I do have a chaser. What's your chaser? Matt, it's you. It's been, it's been so fun making this podcast with you so far. It has. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun from here on out. We made this live show happen. Yeah. And, uh, you wrote a fucking did. book. I wrote a fucking book. You wrote a book. So uh, that and also shout out to my dad because guys, guys, he stayed home from work today. I mean, he worked from home, but he stayed at home so that he wouldn't have to deal with traffic to make sure that he could watch this live stream. So, shout out to Leon. Shout out to Leon. Going to his live show. Very excited about it. Yeah. His next show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt. What's your chaser this week? My chaser, my good thing that makes all the bad thing worth it is all the bad thing. <laughs> is all of you. I know that sounds so cliche coming out of this fucking face. <laughs> You're like, you've never said a genuine thing in your life. No, I, I 
so appreciate everybody who follows me and supports me and has bought my book and listens to this podcast and watches my videos and goes to my friend shows and supports everybody. It makes it worth it. It makes it lovely. And I'm so happy that I get to do shit like this. And um, I'll probably die from liver failure soon, but before then, um, it will be worth it. So thank you. Cheers to all of you. And that is it for our live show. And that's our show. Thank you for listening to this live edition of Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get this show. Hit subscribe, then rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. You can also find us on Spotify, Stitcher, all the places where podcasts are. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Jenna Weiss-Berman, Josh Gwynn, and me, Matt Belisai. Special thanks to Max Linsky, Jess Hackle, Heaven Nagatu, Tracy Clayton, and Fran Torado, and this week's sponsor, Wink. Music by Hansdale Sue, live accompaniment by Julian Villard. You can find me on all the social medias at Matt Belisai. You can buy my book. It's out now. Everything is awful and other observations at everythingisawfulbook.com or at your local bookstore. You can come see me live on tour. Plus, we're going to take a little break on this podcast, but keep an eye out because you might see some little surprises from me on this feed before the next season of Unhappy Hour. But don't be annoying and ask when and what it'll be. It'll ruin the surprise. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you whenever. Bye-bye.